0: Father, we honor you. We are grateful. We are the sheep of your pasture. And that is the greatest news ever. Amen. Amen. can I have your seat in God's presence. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Open your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm so excited to see everyone, everyone tonight, and um, we thank God for his mercies And um such a blessing. Such a blessing. And I'm just praying that God in his mercies will cause more people to have an experience of him.
1: Amen.
0: You know, he's sweet. Am I telling the truth? Yes. He's very sweet and he's such a beautiful God. And Anyone who meets him uh, would not want him to go. And I just pray that God will use us in greater capacities as vessels that, that can cause others to meet this Jesus. So we have been talking about, on Sunday I tried to continue the conversations around um, weights, sins, and entanglements, and we have looked at weights. And um, the second thing I wanted to look at is entanglements, and um, I made an attempt on Sunday to look at entanglements. Praise God! And so we we tried to look at entanglement. Um, Yes, on Sunday, and it was a good time, but we still were unable to dive into it as much as I would have wanted us to dive into it, and hopefully today we can do more. Uh, also, can you help me with my Bible, please? Also, I am excited that by next week, by the grace of God, we should have started... The glory homes. And for those who might be hearing that for the first time, that is just the next direction that God is leading us as a house, which He is planting communities on every street and um, every location possible. And I'm sure we, would, we should be able to start with between fifteen to thirty homes where we will have home leaders that meet every Saturday, five a.m. five p.m. to six twenty p.m., and then we we'll just discuss what the experiences we have been having in the house. You know, in a more fam- in a more uh, intimate setting, and we can also watch out for ourselves and also be uh, watchmen for our vicinities and our areas, and then we can also be an avenue for the preaching of the gospel to the people that stay close to us. And so that really, really excites me. The reason is that the time is short. Uh, in both ways, the time is short. The time is short, especially as regards to when we, will, when we shall go meet the Lord. We have not many years where our stories upon the face of the earth shall come to an end. And we shall face to face be with our Lord Jesus Christ. And when that time comes, let it be true that we proclaimed his name. And so, I was excited about that. And um, uh, and so, for those um, whose homes will be used, and for those who will be cell leaders, uh, I, I know that screening is already going on. Uh, not sc- um, Maybe screening is a tough one. Sometimes there is, there is trauma when you hear that word, uh, you know. But, but what I mean by that is just meeting with you and um, getting to know you better, so that you also can know the dreams and the desires of of you know the house in relation to what we're talking about. So the screenings have started, and um, on Sunday we will prayerfully, you know, have fellowship. Uh, by breaking bread, by cutting the cake, and have a moment of fellowship together. That's on Sunday, um, immediately after the service. or we'll wrap up the service with a, with a, with a cutting of the cake for the glory homes. Uh, we're looking strangely serious today, I don't know. Is Am I the cause? Am I the one? Am I looking serious? Okay. I should calm down, are we? Pastor be coming down, are Second Timothy chapter two, we start from verse one Thou dear for my son. The strong in the grace that is in what? Christ Jesus. Thou dear for my what? My son. My son and that is that is the spirit of New Testament um, life huh? it's the spirit thou dear for my son this was where I started from on Sunday it is an intense uh, 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 intense interaction the New Testament is, intense it's not it's not casual it's not frivolous uh, it's not the New Testament doesn't ride on your terms and and on your conditions. You see the New Testament you you come to learn how to live. Your joining the local assembly is not a favor to the local assembly or to the man of God. Are we together here? One, it's not a favor. Two the thoughts. Of being yourself in the sense of doing life as you like and de- determining how to live is anti-New Testament. Are we together here? Yes, now, in, in, sometimes what you are used to is not what is right. And you must understand that sometimes what you are used to is a culture that is not innocent. It's a culture perpetuated by principalities and powers. You need to understand that behavioral patterns are not your decisions. They were saved to you. You, you see, you you are not that smart to create how you want to live. When you think you were the one who made it, who made that decision, you have been deceived. It was not your it was not your decision. It was saved you. I want to live my life. I want to be myself. It did not come from you. It was handed over to you. And my friends here? So, we see the strength of this particular conversation. The strength is, thou dear for my son. Now, I'm not even about to preach about the father-son relationship. I'm just telling you about the intensity of our engagements. He didn't say my customer. Are we together here? The idea of using this phrase son means that this is someone I trained and raised. So in the New Testament, you are trained and raised. Now, what I'm talking what I'm telling you tonight is counter to the current culture. The current culture, in the current um uh arrangement. You are, you are signified as intelligent when you choose to destroy your life. You are signified as intelligent and you are signified as bold and brave. Now, you need to understand that we are the last, we are the current last set of people to step upon the face of the earth. We came to the earth lit. So, the assumption that we have an ancient brilliance is a lie. The earth is so old that if you find yourself alive, you are the last, you are the current last batch. So, you are not a phenomenon. Are my friends here? Now, the thinking that you are a phenomenon is a deception saved by hell. It's an old earth. And you are so without, you are so stripped of power that you came very late. If you were this powerful, you should have come earlier. And maybe if you had come earlier and you are still alive till now, we will respect your thoughts. But the amount of things that have happened without you are too much Without your knowledge, are too much for us to respect your opinions about how life should be lived. Now, we need to respect the opinion of the one that looked at people and said, Before Abraham was, I am. So, we learn from him as novices. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What are the current slangs you use for novices? Ot. Which one do you know again? JJC. Huh? JJC. JJC. I think Lena is older. Newbie. Newbie.
1: Newbie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you are playing game, what do they call that? Low- rookie. Or beginner. Now, now, this is what you should know about yourself. That the feeling that... You are smarter, you know, you remember the, the last protest. The foolishness now, nothing wrong with that protest. But the foolishness of the protesters is the thought that they are doing something that their fathers did not do. They say, we will not take what our fathers took. <laughs> and if you just read your government, government notebook, you would have heard about protests under the military junta. Now, even the people you are protesting against were the leaders of protests. Yeah. Now, we're talking about men who were on exile for years. The Tinumbu were talking about how some of them had to run to Ghana. Some of them had to run to U.S. Some of them were on exile because their life was... Can you fire me? Was on exile. Um, uh, Fani, um, the man in Ikiti State. The man in Ikiti State. Fire me. They were running radio stations, under on the, on the underground radio stations those were the real guys the daily models. now you look at them and them you think they didn't do anything we're talking about people who stone military we're talking about students that will stone military military president that comes to their school to give speeches that like you say they are the ones they the collected nonsense this generation will not collect nonsense <laughs> Now, the protest is good, but the idea that... And let me just took one. One. It uh, just showed us a little, just one night and then. Oh, I was asking them who gave the others. Now, I'm just making you aware of the, the lie that is served to this generation. As per feeling like a phenomenon. And when you feel like a phenomenon, sometimes you cut yourself from the house of wisdom. It's, it's important to go to those who have gone ahead of us. Are we together here? And that's why sometimes even the churches that have been planted are, are responding to the culture of the days. And the, 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 sometimes the, the local assemblies are not engaging the people. Because they just say, "Let's leave them alone." Now, if they, if you leave them alone, they can't be God's people. Am I preaching here? Yes, they can't be what? Yes, they can't be God's people. For them to be God's people, there has to be engagement. There has to be confrontation. There are things that we have to drop. Are we here, friends? Yes, so this is the this is the heat of the of the New Testament. We are we have been introduced to a life that we need to learn how to live it. So therefore thou, my son, be be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit. The word commit is also the word deposit. It is like keeping something safe. Deposit thou to what? To faithful men, so so faithfulness is the appropriate bank that can save divine things. Are we here, friends? Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Who wants to tell me the meaning of faithfulness? Anybody wants to tell me what other word we use for faithfulness? Consistency is part of it. Diligence is part of it dependable is part of it so you see that the the strength of your the your capacity to receive goes beyond listening that listening is just one arm it's just one part of it it says commit not to people who have ears that's not what it says commit to what to faithfulness. So there is a hard posture that makes depositing possible. So for example, whatever is being released here, those who will get it are not just those who hear. They are those who are what? Who are faithful. Huh? They are not and I've I've checked it in my years of of um you know serving the Lord in this capacity. I found out that. You remember those Jesus Christ spoke about who who heard and were excited and um, they were just excited and um, they they ran but the word did not profit them why because they it was they didn't they, they have root in them now one of the things that bear root is faithfulness they were not faithful what were the things you gave me to mean faithfulness again Dependable. Can you say dependable? dependable? Are you dependable? It's a hard posture. Are you dependable? You have to be dependable. Not just enjoy the preaching. <laughs> not just enjoy the preaching. It, but the Bible says that the word, the word that was preached to us was the same preached to them, but did not profit them. Why? Because it was not mixed with faith. Faithfulness is fullness of faith, Right? In those that heard it, so hearing needs does not equal profit. That it is the lowest form of receiving. Hearing, it's not. It's not the. It's not the peak of receiving. You start with hearing, but there has to be faithfulness. Are we together, friends? You have to be faithful. You have to be faithful, and they have said faithfulness is what to be dependable. You must have a heart and a life that is dependable. What else did you say faithfulness means? Diligence. Diligence. What else? Consistency. Consistency. What else? Loyalty. Loyalty. All of these things have to do with receiving. Now, if we are doing apostolic work... Now, if it's just enjoyable service, now you don't need all these things. As I'm preaching, just be screaming. You just say ride on, ride on. <laughs> just say ride on, ride on. And that will be enough. But if you are going to be changed and transformed and be more like Jesus and be the man that God will have you to be, it has to be more than ride on. There has to be you have to be dependable. You have to be diligent. So the, the the strength of the word is revealed. The strength of the word is made manifest on the premise of the strength of your character. That if you have a bad character, the word cannot profit you. That your character is important in, the, in how the, what the word can do in you. Yeah, you know some people choose the Wednesday they want to come. Yeah, some of you are here. You, you just feel like open Make a good year, Zach.
1: Yeah.
0: The guy funny die. Yeah, I yeah, don't think make a good year, Zach. Now it's not going to profit you. Now you enjoy that service, but your life remains the same. Your depression remains with you. Yeah. You see, even when the doctors give you drugs, they will tell you how to use it. Yes. Now, that you have the drug does not mean that you will be well. Yes. And even that you use the drug does not mean you will be well. There is a way you are to use it. Sometimes they will tell you morning, afternoon, night. Sometimes they will say morning and night. Sometimes they will say one, daily. Sometimes they will tell you every eight hours, every six hours. Now they will tell you sometimes use it for the space of one week. So it's not just the drug is not automatic healing. The 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 the, the strength of that drug will be reviewed on the basis of the strength of your character. If you are a bad person, your sickness remains with you. Are you with me? Even though you have an amateur, you, you you have it theoretically malaria should die. But because you are an irresponsible person, malaria will stay. Are you together with me? Yeah. You will just remember tomorrow. Ah, they gave me drug, I've not used it, you will use one. <laughs> Two weeks after you will remember, you will use one. You know, I've been treating malaria for the past three months, it has not gone. Faithfulness. Some of you the last time you came for Wednesday service might be uh and if you think Pazak is talking about me, who else am I talking about? <laughs> I said somebody did not come for weeks. And you are still saying I'm talking about you. Who am I? That's the guy I'm talking about. That's him there. He and his fiancé. Touch him. Touch him. Touch the husband. You want to mistake marry. Touch him. That's him. <laughs> touch him. I said touch him. I'm serious. Let everybody see him. Touch his shoulder. <laughs> uh-huh. that, that, that. So that it will not be as if I'm using him to preach. That's the person I'm preaching about. It's open market. There's no, there's nothing there. He and the rest. Let me see that person going out. I, I go. Are we together, friends? It has to be faithfulness for it to work why because the way you contracted the diseases of the soul was that you were faithful in bad behavior if we are going to reverse those crises you have to be faithful there is no there is no one off miracle anywhere you have to faithfully look at it you know when you want to wash clothes you wash it after you have scrubbed you look at it again you wash it again you look at it you have to be consistent for the stain to live. It's the same soap but if you just say because you have put it in soap once, you are deceiving yourself. So, we need to commit to faithful people and also we learn two things here. The the preacher must watch out for faithful people. Now, true apostolic ministry doesn't watch out for fans. Fans are not faithful. Mm -hmm. You know fans are not faithful. You, know, you have been fans of different artists. <laughs> Since you have been growing up, you change. You change. You change your artist. After a while, one new artist will come. you wonder why you're a fan of that one. You say, ah, Man, this guy is singing, man. This guy is singing. And then you drop this one, you go to the new one. That's fans. Fans are not faithful. So, so the pastor must watch out or the apostolic leader must watch out for faithfulness and not for funds. We must learn not to build with funds, which sometimes is just numbers. God doesn't watch num- for numbers. He watches out for soldiers. You know, the strength of the Nigerian uh, military is not hinged on the strength of our population. Population does not translate to military. The military are the soldiers, not the crowd. So it's not about numbers. And that's why sometimes the church is is heavy. We have a lot of numbers, but we don't have faithful people. Am I preaching here? So the same commit down to faithful men. Now, faithful men will be able to commit what? To teach others also. So, so, so the ability of teaching is not teaching. Are you hearing me? The ability of teaching is faithfulness. How do I know if you can teach? It's not because you can teach. It's because you are what? Faithful. That's how I know you can teach. So, so pastors should not appoint teachers who can teach? You don't appoint your teachers from teachers, you appoint your teachers from faithful people. So the gift of teaching it doesn't qualify you for leadership. It's the art of faithfulness. So it means that anybody can teach. Because anybody can be faithful. But not anybody can teach on the basis of teaching gift. But anybody can teach on the so God says, Don't worry, I can convert a stamina to a teacher. If I see faithfulness in his heart, so faithfulness is your is your it's your primary. You know what you want to advise to say six, five credits, at least to them. That's the sign that your brain is working.
1: Yeah.
0: Out of nine or twelve subjects, five and add English and maths to it. And my friends here, so faithfulness. So there's nothing we can do if, if we are faithful. There is no divine ability that cannot be birthed. If sometimes you think you are not a good pastor, be faithful. If God needs you to, to be a pastor, He will make you a pastor. Sometimes you think you are not a great businessman. Just be faithful. If God wants you to prosper in business, you prosper in business. Faithfulness is a heart posture that can make you anything in God. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's, it's to be consistent. huh eh? Are we going to see you where we put you? Where you are yesterday, are we going to see you there? Are we going to meet you there? That's faithfulness. Now, this is a very rare and, uh, it's very rare, uh, 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 um virtue. Very rare character. People are really faithful. Now, you have to learn to be faithful. People find it easy to just, to just ball, uh, is it ball out now or just, huh Bail out. Any small thing. Now, look, look at it. Next verse. Thou therefore and dear hardness. Why? Because you are faithful. You should be able to enjoy hard, hardness. As a what? As a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Soldiers are faithful. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a basic requirement for soldiers. If a soldier leaves battlefront, they will kill the soldier. During war, if a soldier sees the, this is, and he, he just run and will go and sees his mother, you know. <laughs> As a, just runs away. You know, what do they call it? Eh, it's called Mashabi. Is he mutiny? There's one, there's one, there's one. Uh-huh. Are we together, friends? No, the, the guy is so woe well and just, as a normal human being. <laughs> maybe they send him to Bonu. The crisis becomes tough. He just packs his bag, bra, and goes to meet with his mother in Abelkuta. Are we together? He runs to go and meet his mother in Abel Kuta and say, Mommy, thank God for my life. <laughs> you know, they will look for him to kill him. Now that's the that's the that's the that's the punishment for you. Are we together here? They look for him to kill him. They'll just waste him. Because a soldier does not bail out. And my friends here. He's faithful. So therefore, endure hardness. Now, not, not not necessarily hardship. It's hardness. It's hardness. Are you looking for anything or anyone? What are you looking for? Digi. Where is DJ? Digi? Digi, are you here? They're looking for you. You are disturbing my preaching. Have you seen DJ? All right. Can you go and sit down now? There's no Digi. As a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that wore it himself with the affairs of this life. Now friends, I tell you the truth. They are meant to pack all of us to MFM campground to do deliverance for us. Because we are really, really entangled. I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what is the meaning of entangled in my prayer and preparation? I said, What do you mean by entangled? I know what you say. How will I know if I'm entangled? And the Lord replied me immediately. I said, Lord, I said, I said, Lord, what's the meaning of entangled? Tell me. What's in your heart when you say, I should not entangle? I was sitting there, I was asking him. He says, The meaning of entangled is when anything in this life is a source of hope for you. Mm-hmm. It says, when, when this anything in this life communi- communicates hope, it says, you are entangled. I say, Lord, I'm entangled. <laughs> See Hope, eh? The Bible says there are three things that abide. Hope, faith, and love. That thing called hope, it's a powerful place in your soul. And the reason why God put hope in your soul is that hope is meant to trap the world of God. Hope is for God's world, God's realm, God's life. Are we together here? Now, that hope, the enemy has corrupted. And um, he has made us to anchor it on this life. says, when your hope is anchored on this life, you are entangled. Now, this is the reason why a lot of you really think about the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the reason why you already think about it is because you are thinking about something else. Your hope has, you have anchored it to another thing. Now, the reason why a lot of you are terrified of death is because your hope is anchored to a better tomorrow. And so you have to be alive for that tomorrow to be. Now, but there is another life that is greater than tomorrow. If you put your hope on that, you will not death will not be that powerful to you anymore. That's what the apostles had. The apostles had a hope that was more than this world, and death was not an end to them. It was an hope, it's an hope that is beyond the veil. Am I preaching here? No, no, we're still looking at this scripture. Don't read it yet. Are we together, friends? So, so no man that worried entangles himself. So you see that one of the ways the enemy stops us from worrying is entangling us, because if you are entangled, you are no more worrying. Huh? you are no more worrying if you are entangling. If you if you are entangled with this life. So one of the things, you know what to be entangled means in Hebrew? Is the same word used to plate air. Yeah, to do braids. Yes, yes. I'm not cooking it, go out and study. It is, it is to do braids. Now some people their life they have braided it. <laughs> 1 million braids. They have braided it. Yeah. Today is God Tomorrow is this life. Today, that's how they have bred it. That's how they have breathed it. So the more they can feel, a, they can feel so great in the service. In the same, immediately after they feel so great, they feel so depressed about their life at the same time. So they are breeded, They are entangled. Are we together here? First, give me that scripture you gave me. First Corinthians 15, 19. If in this life only, we have what? Hope. You see that hope again? Hope. If we carry that hope in Christ, we link it to just this life. He says that we are of all men most miserable. It's a miserable thing to convert hope for this life. Hope. Now, now, if you read the context of this scripture, he was talking about just one thing in this whole scripture. And that one thing is resurrection. This scripture was a conversation on resurrection. He says, in if, fact, some people in the Corinthian church lost hope to a point where, or rather, they, they are shipwrecked hope to a point where they have started preaching that there is even no resurrection. That there is no resurrection from the dead. After a while, you say, This Jesus said, they carry they cover, I him. Yeah. <laughs> it won't make sense to you again. Yeah. It won't make sense. In fact, sometimes you you won't say it out so that in case it's true, God should not be angry. But in your mind, you're already cut off from this, the coming back of our Lord Jesus. <laughs> but did he tell us about it? Before he bought me. I don't bought to that. They say he'll come back like a thief in the night. All right. Let's try make it. Just make it in life. We know he'll come back. Let's try what? Make it in life. Now, let's start from verse 1. This scripture We'll read fast so that you can see what we're talking about. Be very quick, please. Verse 2. 3. Now, for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. Our Christ died for our sin according to what? The scripture. Verse 2. That's four. And he was buried and rose again. The third day according to what? The scriptures. And that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once. So you see that events continued after resurrection. The resurrection was not just a one-off event. After resurrection, life continue. Now, our hope should be hinged on that life. Of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are falling asleep. Now you see, when the Bible talks about people who are falling asleep, the writers that talk about people who are falling asleep are writers who understand resurrection and death has lost its value. Yes. They don't see de- they don't see death as end. So they trivialize death. This is what makes martyrdom possible. After that it was seen of James and of all the apostles. And last of all it was seen of me also as one of, as one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles that I am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and by His grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preached, and so ye believed. Now, if Christ be preached that He rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then we must go back to the beginning of our conversation. Then Christ, not risen. Now, if Christ is not risen, then is our preaching vain. And faith is also in vain. Now, wait. So, it means that the resurrection of Christ is what puts substance on the preaching and what puts substance on faith. Now, don't forget that. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Is this sinking okay now? So, the, the value of faith is resurrection. And the value of the message of the gospel is what? Resurrection. So, if you take out resurrection, the gospel is valueless. So, what does the enemy want you to do? He wants you to act like you are still pursuing the gospel... But he takes away resurrection from you, so that you inj Gospel on this life. Fifteen. Yeah, we have we were we have found and we have found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that He raised up Christ, whom He raised not up. If so be that the dead rise not, for if the dead rise not, then Christ is then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain, you are yet in your sins. Then they also which have fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men. Most strange. What's the next verse? But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruit of them that slept. What does the first fruit mean? We are dis- we are we are coming after him. If he rose, is our example. We are also going to rise. I said we are going to rise. There is resurrection for us. Are we here, friends? So we need God to do a surgical work. And deliver us from all entanglements. Right? So that we can hinge our hope. On the resurrection of Christ. Now. When we look at Luke chapter 17. Maybe we start from verse 26. Let me show you something. Another. We have looked at the concept of how. We are meant to be like soldiers. Right? That was in. Go back to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. Let's just look at that again. Therefore, we endure hardness as what? As good soldiers of Jesus. Now, one of the things you know about soldiers is that soldiers are not uh are not do do not meant to be worried about their natural affairs. Now when you want to understand that better, maybe you should not, un- you should not look at it from the Nigerian soldier. Yeah. Are we together, friends? Because sometimes the Nigerian soldier is still... <laughs> he has to... <laughs> yeah, because some of them buy their boots... Some of them have to go and buy a straw bullet. <laughs> so they might have a reason to be entangled. Now that's not a perfect <laughs> example for this preaching. But ideally, the state cares for the soldiers' affairs. Why? Because he has to be focused on war. Yeah. Now, this is how God wants us to be. The more focus we put on Jesus Christ and His things, the more we allow Him to provide for our needs. But you see, this is difficult sometimes because you were not born soldier, you were born civilian, you got saved, you are now being enlisted. Now see, it says that no man worried no man that worried entangled himself. So immediately you start entangling yourself, you are removed from the war. Now, not that you are not a soldier, but you are not fit for battle. Are we together here? You are removed from the war. And then the reason why we have to remain, not we have we have to make sure we are not entangled, is so that we might please him who has chosen us. He chose us to be soldiers. And then we have to please him. And the way to please him, so anytime I choose not to be entangled, I'm pleasing God. Now, let me tell you something about pleasing God. When you give God pleasure, God will lavish goodness on you. Oh! The person that catches this line will enjoy life, what I just said. If you give God pleasure, he will he will. He will take care of you. I tell you the truth. And um, he will take care of you in an extravagant manner. Now, let me say this to you, that God will do a better job than you yourself. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. Well, sometimes it's not God we don't trust; it's just that His trust we don't have. It's not God's fault. It's not. It's not only God you don't trust. Generally, you don't have trust. That's why even after God has blessed you, now you are blessed. You still struggle to give your time. And the reason, is, it's not that you hate God, it's that you have difficulty in trusting. Your capacity to trust has been, has been tampered with. That muscle is weak. Now, you need to strengthen that muscle and, and, and get revival in that muscle. The plans of God are better than yours. I was in my early 20s or late teen where God told me to write a plan for my life. And I wrote it down. God said, what was your dream? I wrote it down, I showed him, and the Lord responded and said, If I answered this prayer, I have cheated you. He said, Because what I have planned for you is more than what you wrote down. He says, Zach, if I answer this prayer, I've cheated you. Now, when God told me to do that, I, I thought I wanted to mess him up. I thought about a lot of things. And God said, If I answer this, I've cheated you. Because eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. If you can write it down, then God's plan is bigger. neither has it entered into the heart of me. So any, any dream you have is still you cheating yourself. If it can still be in dream world, it's still lesser than God's plan. Because i have seen it, yes, i have heard it, and it has entered into your heart. So there are things God has planned to those who love him and those who focus on him that they can't even imagine so 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 when you, are in, you when your imaginations are coming true, you are still living short of divine life. Are we preaching here? Yes, now, the solution to this is that you have to give yourself to the pleasure of God, which is not to be entangled. Listen, every healthy Christian must exhibit holy energy. You must have a touch of no fiscal ambition i'm telling you not as holy, not as not as laziness but there is a confidence and an abandonment you should have, you should have in god there must be a holy abandonment you must abandon yourself in the hands of god now until you do that you haven't started to live and you are not bringing pleasure to god Sometimes your your stubbornness around your plan is the blockage against your destiny. I, are all my friends here? I lost some of them. Huh? Over here, right? I haven't lost. Uh, Tell somebody, don't be entangled. It is one of the manifestations of lack of faith. It says the man that has a double mind should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. God is in the house of those that have abandoned themselves in his hands. Abandon yourself. Find out what God will have you do. And don't use leisure time to do it. A lot of us spend our valuable times on our plans and spend the leisure one, the leisure, the leisure time, on what you perceive God will have you do. <laughs> now, this is why the power of God is not breaking out in our lives as it should. And my friends, see here: Are you cold? Praise God. Amen. If you are cold, let's leave them like that. <laughs> Luke chapter chapter seventy. We're still discussing entanglement and then we'll look at it from another another uh, viewing point, so to speak. And as it was in the days of Noah, so also so shall it be also. In the days of the Son of Man. I was in the days of Noah. Let's read. They did eat. So, now, listen. There's nothing wrong in eating. But this is a different context. It means that there, are, there were people who who had no plan. More than what? Eating. Yeah. Like, like when, you, when you want to find out what defines them. Like, how, how, how do you, how does scripture want to write about a people? And what he wrote about them is that they did it. Now, this is very serious because this is a cultural thing. Have you heard Yoruba say, Now, <laughs> nah, this is A Yoruba man will wake up in the morning and say, <laughs> Wake up in the morning, Father. The purpose of this one is that I'm going to look for what I will eat. Let me not find what will eat me on the road. Now, now that's it. They did eat. They did eat. It says, they did eat. That's who they are. Jesus, tell me about this guy. This guy, he did eat. did eat. Daily bread. That's what they are looking for. So we're all looking for our daily bread. All of us deliberate, we want Is it not what we, all of us, are looking for now? Is that not normal? That's a normal line. It's a condition of the soul, it's entanglement. They did it, they married wives. Yeah. Now, there are some people, their greatest dream is their wedding day. Yeah. yeah. The day I will marry.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm telling you, there are people whose, whose life goal is marriage. And that's why their greatest frustration is that they are not married. There are some people who will never marry, who will never be happy until the day they marry. They have no plans to be happy. No plans and no capacity to be, mar- to be happy. Marriage is what will give them happiness. And that's why they can marry anything. Okay. And some men, notice, it's okay. Why do men meet a girl and promise a marriage? Why, why, why is it, why is it, why, why is it a matter of discussion? What does it? I will marry you, what? me. I will marry you. <laughs> Sir, that's what they used to do. That's what they used to do. Sir, he took you to your to his mother's side, he doesn't me, "We'll marry you." Why, why is that a serious bargaining chip? Because of the value that souls have put in, into it. And that blinds the girl from the very crazy things about the guy because he has said, I will marry you. Send so, I me, mean, I'm not here to just. I'm going to marry you. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? 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 I Mommy, mean, I've seen one. This one is serious. Too. Ah, serious. <laughs> It's, this one is serious. Listen, I have seen people make a shipwreck because of marriage. And you know, anytime you step into marriage like this, everybody who have you know I've been pastoring for a while. Everybody who stepped into marriage like this are never happy in the marriage. Never. I've never met anyone who stepped into marriage with this mindset that was ever happy in the marriage. Because the vanity of it will be revealed to you. There is nobody that is married who has not asked himself, why did I marry? Now, I'm not talking of those in bad marriages. I'm even talking about those in good marriages. There will be a day you would have thought that, ah! I'm the only person who has not thought about this. (laughs) I'm telling you, I always hear everybody say this. And I believe the people who say it. I tell you.
1: He
0: <laughs> says, he says, they, they married wives. Now, it's just not how we define a good life. You see a young man, you say, when are you settling down? Is it not the fact that you know that he's troubled right now? That until he marries before he has what? Settle down. That his life is in current turmoil.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And so marriage means that he has what... Well. So uh, as this guy is like this now, he's in turmoil. Because he has not... He has not what? He has not settled down. Yeah. Sometimes people tell the girl, forget it. There's not all these masters, all these degree. Until you marry before you become a true woman. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: There are ladies who cannot even purchase things for themselves because they said if I purchase things, there will be nobody to marry me. Yeah. Now, some of you say, ah, I like that. The, don't don't deceive me with your ah. Don't deceive me as if you are deeper, you are higher than that. Are we together here? It's entanglements. Because we just feel that there's something more beautiful than this Jesus. Now, of course, you know that Jesus is too beautiful to be a, to be a side gig. It can't it, it can be, can be one of your side gigs that you are doing in your leisure time. You can only love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now, now you are, you are rendered weak and useless if you haven't dealt with this I'm talking about. This is the reason why the anointing is not flowing, the power is not flowing. And this is why God does not attest of your presence. Because actually speaking, or factually speaking, your presence should be his presence. When you come, it must mean that he has come. Now, what makes this not to happen is the various entanglements. Entanglements. Things that we have we have put our hands into eh, that are not necessary. Now, I'm, I'm not even talking about life itself. I'm talking about the legitimate issues of life. Now, why... Why can you confidently not be entangled around the legitimate issues of life? The reason why it is a good decision not to be entangled is that there is someone here, there is somebody who is the most powerful person in the whole world who has decided to take responsibility for these things. Now, God is not saying they are not important, but God is saying, I am more important. And um, he's not saying that they are not, because the Bible, in Matthew chapter 6, the Bible told us that your father knows that you have need of these things. So it's not an issue of they are, they are not needed. He knows that they are needed. But he's saying that the value of your soul is more than pursuing these things. Now, I know that every house is a dustbin, but you can't convert your car for dustbin. How I many of you have the dustbin in your kitchen is too much? And you said they should go and put it inside your car. Now, it's not that you don't need a dustbin, but a car is too valuable for, for those being. So it's not that you don't need these things but your soul is too valuable to pursue it. so you need to lose your soul for what it was made for which is to capture God then God will now supply all of that. So your father knows that you have need of this. sometimes the entanglement is can be an emotional entanglement. You are invested in something and someone that since the day the investment starts, your the deposit of God in your soul began to reduce. When there are people you meet and you have to unmeet God. Yeah. You meet some people, you will have to unmeet God. They represent the day. You started depreciating yes, in your work with God. Yes, sir. Am I telling the truth
1: yes, sir. Yeah. They
0: rep- they, they, That's who they are in your life yes, and sometimes we're too emotionally attached that, that we choose we choose to satisfy we choose temporary pleasure. for immediate death. You are temporary pleasure, but you are dying. Some relationships represent death. Have you have you been in a relationship where you you lost it, you are crying that you lost it, but you know it's a good thing, you lost it. Yeah. <laughs> now the person sees you crying, he wants to come back and say, okay, since you are crying, he's spending you, and I'm not crying because I want to. I'm my flesh is crying, but I know I can't have you. I know I should not have you. Go. The person thinks oh, you are crying now, so let me come back. No Now, until you let go of that entanglement, you will keep dying. And if you die long enough, if you die for too long, you might jeopardize purpose. It's not every debt you can recover from as still do purpose. Some deaths, the success is that you just came back to life. You have lost your place in fulfilling destiny. Yes, if nobody told, tells you that, I tell you. It's not every time you die, you now go back to do what you were meant to do. Sometimes you've, you have died for too long that the, the cycle of destiny... Has moved too much. You can't. You can't participate anymore. Yeah? That's what the Bible talks about. Those who, when it will be like they went through fire, and God just they, God can only save them. Have you seen doctors say, "Let's just choose"? You see, we just want to recover some things. So sometimes it's like that spiritually. That you have died for too long. That you are. You can no longer do the work of the Father there's an old man who loves me so much, and one of the reasons why I know he loves me, and he, he hasn't told me, but I know, is that he wishes that he started early the work of the ministry. Yeah? There's a time to start the work of the ministry. If you delay long enough, when you return, you can't do what you were meant to do. Because the people you are meant to save, some have gone to hell, some have gone to heaven. You don't, they don't need you again. Yeah. So you can't choose. You can't just determine. Okay, maybe maybe 20, twenty ten years later, ten years later. God, have you called people who did not answer you, and you called another person who answered you, and the person who you first called now came and said, "I heard you called me." I said, "I've already done what I need to do." Thank God your ears are now open, but as for the work, it's been done. It happened today. I called who was I calling? I called someone, the person did not hear me. I called another person. The one who I felt said, I heard you are calling me. Yes, I'm happy you're now here. But the work has been done. So 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 when your time is being when your time is being wasted, your purpose is at risk. So there is a connection between time and destiny. And my friends here. It's, it's a connection between time and destiny. So you have to free yourself from entanglements. Sometimes it's relationships. You know, some people marry people that even on the day of their wedding, their heart is still beating. Their heart is beating even till the day of the wedding. Are we together here? The heart is doing, boom, 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 boom. Why they are they are dating someone they should not date, and they are forcing it. Now, why do you why are you dating somebody you should not date? Why? What's the reason? Entanglement. Because I don't know what did did you ever have a vision that God told you I won't give you your own husband. You are dating someone you should not date. Where there is somebody God has planned for you. Entanglement, entanglement. Sometimes you are not dating; you are just friends with someone that is wasting your time. Mm-hmm. His friendship is not dating. You are just so, and it's not always opposite sex. Sometimes it's even yeah. male friends. It's just it's just wasting your time. Yeah. Are we together here? Yeah, it's, uh, it's just like having having a close a partnership relationship between a farmer and a fisherman.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where would they meet? If they meet on the sea, somebody's destiny is wasted. If they meet on the farm, another person's destiny is wasted. How can your best friend, you are a farmer, your best friend is a fisherman? <laughs> if you meet on the sea, one's destiny is wasted. If you meet on the farm, another person does in his way. Should the farmer not know that this entanglement? I can't waste all my time in water. They They did not catch a big fish, a big catch. You are useless. You don't know how to use net, and then you are now feeling that God has not answered your prayers. That you have not caught any rabbit. Now, how will you catch rabbit inside the water? It's entanglement. It's entanglement. Are we together here? It will only be iron that will sharpen iron. Now you 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 want to grow in God, your best friend has been. You want to grow in God, but your best friend has been struggling to enter Big Brother House. The people who want to enter Big Brother House, do they come for Wednesday Bible Sunday? (laughs) Say entanglement. Listen, life is easy if you don't get yourself entangled. Don't get yourself entangled get yourself entangled. Stop being sentimental. Stop being sentimental. You know your mother used to beat your father physically. And now you have read in scripture that you want to be a submissive wife. And your mother is your best friend. You are just sentimental. She's my mother. She's my mother. But you will soon knock uh, Soji so knocking. The Bible talks about how evil communication will always corrupt good man. You are not, you can't be greater than the scripture. You you can't say no, it will not corrupt my uncle. Scripture says evil communication. So stop being entangled with, with a future that you don't want. Are we preaching here? Stop being entangled with the not Stop being sentimental. Praise God. Amen. And that's why the twelve disciples were always with Jesus Christ. Huh? They were always with him. And the only person that betrayed him was the one who was entangled. That's Judas. It was entangled. He was entangled with the chief priests. Who wanted to kill Jesus? You can't be with people who want to kill Jesus, and you eventually kill Jesus. How will my wife treat me? Who are her best friends? I'll just go and find out how our best friends are treating their husband. I know that's my the future of the home. Yeah, I don't need any any prophecy. How will I treat her? She should just find out which men does Pastor Zach like. Yeah, she should just go and ask the wives of those men. How is your husband? Hey, that's how it should be. You are not really like your friend. You are equal at the same thing. You are You your friend are the same thing. So next time you want to ma- marry a man, the, his picture are his friends. That is his picture. Just go and look at his friend. He might hide some things from you. His friends have no reason to hide anything from you. (laughs) But there's a reason why they are friends. If they are enemies or not, if they don't like themselves, there is a reason why they are friends. You might not know. And that reason is more important than you. Because that's why they were friends before they met you. So leave him. Go and check his friends. You don't know him. He is his friends. I know my husband. You are not the one that knows your husband the most. His friends know him more than you. It's later you will know him the most. Just go and check his friends. Just one day, just buy his friends a crate of, uh, <laughs> beer. See their response. Say, ah, what is it? <laughs> and he say, my husband does not drink. You are, you are, you are a bugu. Just buy him. Or, t- or tell his friends, I get one, I get one. People will work for you. And the rest is watching, watching. Just tell his friends that I have my sister is coming. home. I want her to stay over at your place. My one of my friends, I want you to stay over. They get don't don't do like you. I say, oh, I, I, I think they grab you. I think they you. <laughs> That's your husband. That's your real. Are we together here? Yes, Ask somebody, are you in town good? What was your friend's response? <laughs> Amen. That's why Jesus Christ, so disciples, you have to tarry in Jerusalem, all of you, the one twenty. If they didn't tarry in Jerusalem, Jesus will not be able to count them again. From 120, they would have turned to 82. Or 83. It would be an odd number. <laughs> <laughs> but let all of them tarry. I remember calling my friend Yinka. I said, we can no more be friends again. I can't be friends with him again. Because he represents entanglement. You have to make sure you are not entangled. Are we together here? Now, Jonathan was meant to be the second after David. But Jonathan was entangled with who? With Saul, his father. And he died the death of his father, even though his behavior and his heart was different. But true sentiment remained entangled. Praise God. Now, there are some people here, there are some preachers you are listening to that what I preach is contrary to what they preach. Yeah. I've lost you. Yeah. Yeah. See, you are going to turn out as what you entangle yourself with, yeah. not the main thing. Yeah. Let me explain our entanglement. You know, entanglement is not 50 50, mm. it's 100 for the enemy. You don't get the point of entanglement. It's a very dangerous thing. Yes, sir. It's not because that you are entangled. It's a evil communication. It's a communication. The manner is your life, right? The Rather, you have your own life. But it's an evil communication. Just when they introduce the evil communication, it won't be like, uh, since much of me is good, uh-uh. Uh-uh. my good will win the evil. No, no. you are out. Yes. out. So I'm not just concerned about whether you are listening to me. Who else are you listening yes, to? Yes, yes, if that person you are listening to is contrary to what I'm saying, no. that person will take no. you out. Yeah. You are your way out. You can't match it. You can't mix this thing and TB Joshua. Or you mix it and Bushiri. I say, ah boy, Pazak is my pastor, but I like Bushiri's prophecy. Which Bushiri prophecy? You are a fake person. You can't mix it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what the one that is not a mixture is the same thing, yes. but I know the one that is a mixture. Yes. Now, some of you have warned you. Some of you have called you. Have warned you. I say, this person you are listening to, I don't want you to listen to the person. Now, I don't. I, I won't want the old world, but I will want those God has committed to me. Yes, My warning is your privilege.
1: Yeah.
0: Why? Because the Bible says, eh, don't we have our lives? No, you don't have your life. If you add your life, the Bible will not say that God will ask me about you. He said, I'm going to give account. Now, if I'm going to give account, let me try my best. Now, if I try my best and you tell me, uh, get lost, man of God, I will go back and give the account. i say, I try. He said, I should get lost. Yeah. yes. Yes, I do it. It's said, I get lost. It's alright. Get lost. Said, Thank you. <laughs> and I stopped speaking. Nice. Yeah. If I keep speaking, then I'm operating in the flesh. Yes. Okay. Are we together here? Yeah. Because it's not just Isaac was willing, Abraham was commanded to go and slay Isaac. But what made that thing possible? was that Isaac allowed it to. Abraham did not take Isaac when Isaac was a baby. He was 13 years old. Are you telling me a 13-year-old boy does not know that they want to they want to do him? 13-year-old boy. Now That was why he was used as a prototype for Jesus. Who was taken to the... To the and he did not want... He did not see anything. That's how the prophet said it. I think prophet Isaiah. or prophesying about Jesus, Isaac was the type of Christ. Yeah. Because he asked his father, hey, you say we are going to do sacrifice. Where's the lamb? Don't why me. Where's the lamb? And his father said, the Lord will what? Provide. Now, they didn't give him injection. They didn't give him anything to sleep. They're lame. They're, they lame that they they took a knife like this. Now that's not a normal child. The Holy Spirit has done some work in that man of God's. In that man of God. Now that's the principle of apostolic leadership: is is willingness, but the sheep. If you force Isaac, it's no more a sacrifice. So that's how you know a fa- if a fake, pa- a false pastor. The fake prophet, they force you to do what? The real one will just tell you what you should do. Then you will be the one to say, I submit. And if you say, I do not submit, that's how Jesus sent us. He said, when you go to a city, you go to a door. When you knock there, when this, when they say they don't want you, don't say, ah, you know who sent me. But that just is a judgment. Jesus said it will be worse for them. Are we together, friends? So, they did it. They drank. They married wives. They were given a marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came. So, we see people entangled But at the same time, some, Noah was not entangled. Can I preach here? Now, the lack of the ability of Noah not to be entangled was what gave him authority to lead the few he led. Now, this man led all the animals and they obeyed him. His, His obedience was complete and that was why he could order obedience to those who were willing. Am I preaching here? And then, but when he entered the ark, the flood came. That's how the day of the Lord is going to be. Unrighteousness will be growing like this. Righteousness will be growing like this. But soon, there will be a climax where judgment will hit the earth. That's why right. you have to race to build and enter the ark. You have to rest to build Christ-likeness. To build a tabernacle for God. Because the days ahead are days of flood. Your marriage will not save you. Your appetite will not save you. There will be no entanglement that will save you. It will be the ark that you have built. Listen, your, your walk with God. I didn't say that you are saved. The, 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 in, the intensity of your work with God will be what will save you in the days of trouble. And the days of trouble are definitely going to come. Yes. They are going to hit the face of the earth. Yes, sir. COVID, COVID hit us. Churches who did not build their people lost their members. Some churches did not, there were thousands of churches who could not open again after COVID. Why? Because they didn't build the house on the premise of God's love. The people don't love God. The people go used to online. Whereas the people should have missed the service. Wow. If you have built the presence, they would have missed it. But there was not; they were just attending. So they didn't miss it. The found that staying at home is of more value. There was no difference between what they had in church and what they are having at home. And so the question goes, why was I not going in the first place? Are we preaching here? Yes, Can we reduce the. It's already getting late. You have to leave a bit. Go. Yeah. God bless you. Some people are staying far. Are we together, friends? Yes, Just keep watching online, okay? They didn't eat, they drank. Married wives, they were given in marriage. But that flood is going to come. I tell you the truth. There's a flood coming. Your money. Cannot stop it. Your marriage cannot stop it, but you can build a standard. It says when the enemy came like a flood, a standard had been raised against him. A standard. Now you must build that standard now. You must build that standard now because the flood will eat the earth. You must build that standard now. Relocation to UK. It's not deliverance. You, you go to UK and you can still use a rope to kill yourself. The suicide rates are higher there. If you think life solves this, you are deceiving yourself. People kill themselves more there than here. Because you think you are any 400 pounds, but you are paying rent of 2000 pounds. The only thing that will change about your life are your pictures. pictures might look finer but your trouble remains are my friends still here there's deliverance tonight build the ark build yourself Be faithful! Listen, these things that we are teaching are exact. They are exact and precise. There is, if you, if you respond wrongly to it, the result is predictable. If you respond rightly to it, the result is predictable. Am I preaching here? I said, am I preaching here? Until the day Noah entered. You see, so what God is waiting for is for Noahs to enter their acts. So that the flood will hit the earth. Are we together here? Finally, give me Genesis chapter 19. This is my final scripture. My final um, uh, uh, example. I have three. There's a third one, the last one. So let's do this together. Are you blessed? Are we together here? Let's start from verse 15. Oh my goodness. I feel so blessed. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in in the iniquity of the city. Praise God. Yeah. The next verse. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters and the Lord being merciful unto him and they brought him forth and set him without the city. So he was still lingering. The angels picked him up and he says, that one is mercy; That's not the other. Praise God. Now, you see, can I preach here? Yes, the man laid hold upon his hand, the hand of his wife, the hand of his two daughters. Those are the things he would have lost. He would have lost himself, he would have lost his wife, he would have lost his two daughters. Now, those are the things men protect. Now, the only way you can preserve what men protect is to walk with God. Are you with me? Yes, sir. I don't know if you are hearing this thing. Yes, now, hold this one. Still go back to Luke, Luke 17, 27. Just no, wait here. Let's look at it on the screen. Likewise, 27. Alright, the next verse. Likewise also as it was in the days of Lot. You see, it's the same thing I'm preaching. It's using the same examples I'm using. In days of Lot, what did they do again? They did it. Now, this is what they did in days of Noah. Now, that's what they would do in our days also. Because as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the last days, yes. the Bible predicted. They did eat, they drank, they bought, eh? Instagram. They bought. They sold, they planted, they builded. That was all that was in their soul. But that same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop, and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it. That is, reduce entanglement. The value you place on things. Reduce it. And let him, let him not come down to take it away, and he that is in the field, let him, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lord's wife. Give me the next verse. The next verse, whoever shall seek to save. So, it's the state of the soul. When your soul, what you are thinking about is to save his life. When the natural life becomes the most important thing to you, he says you shall lose it. And whoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Another verse says, say, whoever shall lose his life for my sake. Shall preserve it. So when the angel held Lot, held his wife. Go back to to Genesis. Those were the things he was about to lose. And the only way to protect those things is to journey with God. If you don't journey with God, you will lose everything you have amassed in life. To journey with God is your preservation. And while he lingered, the men. While he lingered. The men laid hold upon his hand, and upon his, the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters. The Lord be merciful unto him, and they brought him forth, and sent him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life! Look not behind thee! Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lord said unto them, "Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold now that servant has found grace that said that thou has magnified as magnified thy mercy, which thou was showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain lest some evil take me. And I die. Now the point here is this. Are you together with me? The point here is this that you see, Lord had not spiritually speaking, Lord had not built spiritual capacity. Are you together with me? Look at it. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto. And it is a little one. Let me escape thee Is it not a little one? And my soul shall leave. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow the city for which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape either. For I cannot do anything till thou do come thee Therefore, the name of that city was called Zoar. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lord entered. Into and that is that is a, a place called the little one. It is the place you go to before you go to the mountain. Are we together here? It is the place of humility. It's the place of meekness. That's how we escape. Now look at this here. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from, from the Lord out of heaven. Uh-huh. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of cities, that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Why did she look back? The Bible told us why in Luke chapter 17. It was because she was trying to, she was concerned about her things. Luke 17 told us her heart was still attached. God had declared a journey, but she was attached to things and then she turned to a pillar of salt. You are meant to be the salt of the earth, but not a pillar of salt because you are meant to be progressive, not stagnant. And so we know she's salt, but she's useless. Saved, but useless. Now there are a lot of people who are saved, but useless. It is when you keep walking with God that there is value in your salt. A salt can lose its salinity because it's no more journeying with God. And what stops that journeying is when you are carried away by the affairs of this life. Give me my scripture on Genesis quickly. I want to wrap up now. Give me my scripture. And he said, Therefore, all right. Therefore, and he overthrew those cities, all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city and that which grew on the ground. Alright. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Let's read And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where the Lord stood before, where he stood before the Lord. Huh? Are we together here? Yeah. Now that's life. Yeah. That's the life. Abraham 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 went back to where he stood before the Lord. That's an ongoing relationship. Abraham knows you see Abraham will do will stay in a place, do a, do an altar there. Isaac or Jacob will come many years later and have an encounter. Yes. Wow. That's how intentional Abraham was with God. Real walking relationship. But guess what? All, all of them were looking for. Abraham had all of it. More than everybody. But yet, that was not his focus. Listen. You are going to have an abundance. That which you don't focus on. Abundance of it. Focus is not the way to you, too. Godliness is the way to it. Some of you are going to step into billions. I didn't say billions frivolously. I mean it exactly. Some of you are going to be billionaires. And the reason is because you have what is bigger than billions. It is the very person of God. Real relationship with Jesus. Robust one. Practical. Where Jesus is first. You see, when you can let millions go because of Jesus, then Jesus can give you billions because of him. Now Christian businessmen must understand this because we have allowed greed enter into what we talk about business. You see, the success of a business is not how much you got. It's how much of Jesus you chose. Sometimes a billionaire can count loss because he chose Jesus. Then Jesus will now give you the kind of blessing, the kind of wealth that you will have no principle to explain it with Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where the Lord, where he stood before the Lord. And he looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah and towards all the land of the plain. And behold, and lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed it what? It came to pass. When what? When God destroyed the cities of the plain, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot. Out of the midst of the overthrow. When he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. So you can see that the deliverance of Lot was God remembering Abraham. That Lot was not even delivered on the premise of his walk with God. That one of the ways Abraham saved Lot was to walk with God. Am I preaching here? That he did save Lot by keeping Lot. He saved Lot by releasing Lot. Because Lot at that time represented entanglement, even for Abraham. Because when God spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 13, Lot was not part of the people he was meant to go with. Mm. And he was able to release Lot. And that act eventually became what saved Lot. Because sometimes you are emotionally attached to people that if you let them go, you are letting them go and working with God with what will save them. And keeping them is destroying them. Sometimes you need to break a relationship and that relationship, breaking it is what will save the other party. You are doing yourself and that party a favor. Sometimes we we give out what I call unsanctified mercy. See. Give me the next verse. And Lot went Lot went up out of Zohar and dwelt in the mountain. Are we here? Now don't forget it was the angel that permitted him to go to Zohar. But the man continued his behavior again. He just took a decision without, without, you see his life is not gauged from within. Lot always will do whatever it feels like doing. Are we together friends? Now give me Genesis chapter 13. Let's, don't forget went up out of Zohar. Listen, went up out of Zohar and dwelt in the mountain. Read 13, Genesis 13 quickly. And Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. And Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and gold. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai. And the place of the altar which he had made there at the first, and there, came, and there Abraham came called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together for their substance was great so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the headmen of Abraham's cattle and the headmen of Lord's cattle and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelt then in the land. And Abraham said unto Lord, let there be no strife. I pray thee between me and thee. Between my hard men and the hard men, for we be brethren. Is it not the old land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If that would take the left hand, I would go to the right. If that would depart to the right, then I would go to the left. See? And Lord did what again? He lifted up his yeah. eyes. Now, Abraham we see here, where he went to where he calls upon the name of the Lord. It was after that phrase that he began to say, let there not be strife, we are brethren. You can see the character of Christ determining his decision. Now, this is the uncle. Abraham, Abraham and Lot are not brothers. Abraham is, is Lot's uncle. Lot is just his nephew. Nephew. Now, your uncle tells you, am I preaching here? Pick anyone. You are the F1G to lift up your eyes. He lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, in the archive of heaven, there's something called destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. It is stored there in the eternity of God. Are you together with me? But you need to walk with God to yeah. choose rightly. Yeah. If you choose with your physical eyes, yeah. you are going to be wrong because you don't know what's taught in the archives. Yeah. Even as the guardian of the Lord, the guardian of the Lord, Sodom and Gomorrah, unto the land of Egypt as thou comest unto Zohar. And Lord chose him. Then Lord chose him all the plain of Jordan and Lord journeyed east. And they separated themselves, the one from the other. Abraham called, dwelled in the land of Canaan and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain. And peace tents towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that, after that, Lot was separated from him. Lift up now. Somebody say now. So there was something with that time. What's the difference? This particular lifting up of eyes was commanded by God. Before you do life anyhow, did God command it? Lift up now the eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward, eastward and westward. He said, now you do 360 looking. For all the land without years to D, de- I will give it. Why? Because when you choose God, God will choose you. Yeah. He chose God. That's why I told Lord, I don't want strife. I want peace. That's the character of God. But Lord entangled himself with the affairs of this life. Friends, what Lord did in Genesis chapter thirteen? Even when after the crisis happened in Genesis chapter nineteen, he has still not learned his lesson. He still, after the old destruction, he still lifted up his eyes and went to the mountain. Friends, by this time around, let's go back there, and dwelt, and his two daughters with him, and for he feared to dwell in Zohar, and he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. See, and the firstborn said unto the younger, our father is old, there is not a man in the earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. I don't know what this means. (laughs) I don't know what this means. It's just madness. Come, let us make our father drink wine. But we will lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night. And the first one went in, lay with her father, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she rose up, when she arose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the first one said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesterday night with my father. Let us make him drink wine this night also, and go down in, and lie down with him. That we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also. The younger arose lay with him and they perceived not where they lay down, nor when she arose. And they were, and they thus were both the daughters of Lord, which child by their father. Yeah. And the father bore his son and called his name Moab. This Moab now became eternally an enemy of Israel. So eventually, Lot, who is Abraham's nephew, who could have been part of the lineage of Israel, turned to become an enemy because of entanglement. Did the Bible not tell us that when we love the world, we are going? The love of the world is enmity against God. Even though you are a child of God, the more you keep loving the world, you are turning to become an enemy. See, I should pour a son and called his name Moab. The same is the father of the Moabites until this day. Look at, the younger, she also bore his son and called his name ben The same is the father of the children of Ammon. Those are the Ammonites. They are also eternal enemies of Israel. Um. This message is for those who think serving God and loving God is not enough. You are, you are, you are cooking crisis for your life. Loving God is enough. Loving God has to be done daily. Loving God must be done faithfully. And so that you will not bet enmity. Your seed will continue the lineage of Christ. It will continue the prosperity of the kingdom upon the face of the earth. You will not bet an anathema. Amen. Amen. what if you take two minutes to pray before we call it today? day just two minutes we are already finished oh, Lord,
2: I choose
0: choose you, Lord. I choose you, Lord. I choose you. If there's any repentance that needs to happen, do that. If there's any entanglement you need to be stripped, stripped off, do that. He's enough. Jesus
2: is enough. Jesus is enough. It's enough for me. Hey. You are enough for me. Kabo Shaba. Korodobo Shia Bashada da Baba. Jesus is enough for me. I kutomo sile Enough for me, kabo shabarada baba baba Ara dalaba sokoro do shaba. Orokoto mosi alaba shaka Ara go sheke leba Alakato mozoboro go dobo shaba. Ara Oro Zukorodosha ba ba Shaba Baba 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 no for me Korodosha la kutamborogogodosia Basha Lagadobesha me Aradila bashi na male, elekatamo siladesh kabaya. Arakatomo shaba ya. Aradila baga superadishka. Ale kudnomokotolo boshka. Katobos a la gatila la gatomo si la pasha gabar aragatomo socotalabasha. Come on, come on, come on, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Aladabasukorobo <laughs> Shaba Baba Aradila baba 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 rabaga shakata Orogotolobos shakata baba baba toloboska Ala bokotomo shakata laba Ala katala bokotomo si Karaga domo shokoro baba baba Ala da 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 de boska La kuto bo gene de Ala katala Everything, hey. Lord, you are everything. My treasure. Say my treasure, my priority, my come on. Treasure,
1: my priority.
2: Can we all be on our feet and just lift our hands and
1: surrender?
2: Great is the measure.
1: Morning, this star, you, truly you
2: truly are For the last time day. Say my treasure, my priority Come on My treasure My priority The measure of when Your royalty.
1: The measure oh, of Your royalty. Oh, monista. oh
0: monista. Father. Hear the cry of our hearts oh God deliver us from vain from vanity. be the love of our hearts. Let the words of our mouth align with the state of our hearts. Let's be true Lord be our pursuit. be our treasure. deliver us from entanglements. We walk in, in love and boldness and in courage to be free from all entanglements and to have the peace to pursue you. Thank you, Messiah.
2: In Jesus' name I pray.